Warning. This show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk. Hey, this is Chris. And Elise. And welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast response edition. Now, on these episodes, we tell you how we spent our week taking the advice of last week's guest. Sounds convoluted every time I say it, but... If you've been listening long (laughs) enough, you're used to this. (laughs) Every week we have a guest on, and then we spend, and they tell us about something that they're passionate about. And so then the following week, we take their advice and tell you how we became fans of their thing, how it changed our life, how we integrated it, what we learned, all those different things. So uh, the guest is only like part one, part two is the actual us becoming fans of their thing, and therefore, we have to have. A response edition. A response edition. And we're really hoping that you're kind of playing along with us uh-huh. on this, listening to Play that first listening to that first episode, really getting into it and, and giving it a try the way that our guests advise you to give it a try. Um, and then when hope you listen to the response edition, hopefully you are mm-hmm. like really with us on what you experience too. Yeah. And last week we had Kennedy Phillips from MegasElgar.com uh, to come and talk about, well, basically sound is what he said. Sound design, sound editing, Foley work, things like that is really what it ended up breaking down into. But uh, yeah. super informational, like learned a ton, right? Well, and I feel like this is such a good example of a thing that was not on my radar. Right. That someone was really super into. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, oh, one, that's a thing. Yeah. And two, that's a really cool thing. It's a really cool thing. And so I feel like it hit the, the I like to like things requirements. Yeah. So you were t- you were talking about how much you learned on the episode. I learned so much on this episode. This was one that I didn't send you ahead of time, which is so funny because I edited it like super quick. <laughs> so like, but like, I usually send them like a week or two ahead of time and like yeah. you listen to it. And this one was like, you listen to it with, with everybody with else. Everybody else. Absolutely. Right, yeah. yeah. So, so I've had it just as long as all the listeners um, have had it. And yeah, it's been great. Yeah. So what, what are some of the things that you like thought about with the episode? I mean, when he started getting into the different, like what he uses for a sound versus what we experience it as, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Oh, yeah, the whole segment on, like, what a gun. Because, like, he was talking about, I don't own a gun. I don't own a gun. Same thing. You yeah. know, like, it's like, I don't want to own a gun. But I need but to get a gun. we all know what that click-click sound right. should sound like uh-huh. in a movie. That was actually, I think, the first thing I told you about the episode. Do you know what usually guns are? And he's like, and, and you're like, what? It's like, it's a it's a, a, a door a doorknob yeah. clicking. And he's like, and you're like, what? Anyways, that was really fun. Well, and then the other one that I thought was super interesting, even though it's it's funny that this is the one that caught my attention because uh-huh. I hate scary movies. <laughs> right. But he was talking about, now I'm like, may, maybe this is why I hate scary movies. The, the non-audible sound, sound vibration uh-huh. that they use in the silent, big old air quotes, silent moments uh-huh. of, was it paranormal? It's paranormal activity. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. Yeah. yeah. And just how like unnerving that sound vibration that you're not hearing is. Right. Like, oh, that's terrifying. Like, that that makes so much sense to me mm-hmm. because those types of scenes they just they put me on edge. Right. And it feels deeper than what I'm looking at. 
And so it was kind of like justification, right. like it is deeper than what I'm looking at. I'm having like a a neurological and like spike of adrenaline uh -huh. to this thing that I can't actually openly sense. Right. It makes you want to, I like, so I watched that movie when I did More Gooder Than, MGT. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we watched that for like a found footage episode. Right. Remember each one had yep. a theme, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it was, I think it was called like, what do we call it, Lost and Found? I forget what we called it, anyway. Uh, but yeah, I remember that scene, like you do feel scared. Unnerved. You feel scared. Remember, yeah. he his masters on this. Yes. On this, yeah. I wish that I could have again to talk to him about a few things, like a follow-up is what I wish. Cause uh -huh. I, I, cause like, as we, uh, we'll get into it a little bit more as we like did our research, I have like questions. Cause like for that one, I know that there's some type of like frequency now that if you pump it in, humans feel their, their fight or flight instinct kicks oh, in. There's uh -huh. like a sound at a certain Hertz yep. that messes with your brain. And I, and so like, anyway, I wouldn't mind like, so I'm like, oh, do they do that in, in, uh, in horror movies? Just pump yes. that frequency yeah, yeah, yeah. in. Yeah. And so where you're just like, I'm uncomfortable. At that like, like opportune moment where mm. you're just like, oh, I, or, I, I gotta do something. Or would that be cheating? <laughs> Is that cheating? Yeah. I feel like that is using the tools at your disposal. <laughs> right. It's like a jump scare. Like, oh, I want to make you laugh, so I'm going to tickle you. Yeah, like, yeah, Like, ha, yeah, see, yeah. I made you laugh. As opposed to crafting, like, a thing. Just use the hurts, whatever this. Anyway. <laughs> but that's one of the ones that I wanted to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. And then, like, the the bellbird. Remember talking about yeah, that? Yeah, how it's so loud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, before we even recorded, uh, I was uh, Kenny was someone that was new to me, mm -hmm. which was which is always great. And we talked a little bit about like always having a fan on when we were sleeping. You know, all those different yeah. type of, like white noise type things and everything that were like, yeah, you just yeah. it's nice. It yeah. is nice. Yeah, and I just. I appreciated calling attention to this thing that's kind of been in the background mm -hmm. for me because I notice it all the time now. Right. Um, and I'm. it makes me excited to like watch movies that I've already seen because like what am I going to notice that I didn't notice before? So you kind of get to like re-experience and uh -huh. re-enjoy movies that you already like. This was something I wanted to ask you too. Didn't I felt when listening to this episode, listening, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I was, I was there. <laughs> that like once I really pondered it, I wish I would have had uh, our uh, film intro, our our intro sequences, uh -huh. and then this are so similar. With Lhasa, remember with Lhasa, oh. like we talked about like these things that we see, and in this case here, yeah. these are they're almost like a couple episode, like they're they're yes. they're, they're paired. Because like it's something that you see all the time. Yeah, it sounds like if you want to experience film better, yes. listen to this episode and listen to Lassa's episode. Right. And yeah. Yeah. So we're like, oh, film place. intros, sequences, title sequences. Like you're like, oh yeah, like I now pay attention to those. And then now this, like, oh, I want to pay attention more to how these sounds are collected and things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you have always been into film music. Yes, for sure. That's like, I feel like that's some of the first things that we, like random things that we talked about when we were dating mm -hmm. was film music. Right. And um, so this just like leads so well with all of those things. Like I appreciated the film music first then with Lhasa I appreciated the opening sequences and mm -hmm. now I'm appreciating just the sound design right like I'm just getting so much deeper into enjoying these films I can enjoy them in such different levels now what's nice too is that Elise can watch and or listen to something 
or read something over and over and over and over and over and over again. And so like this just gives her a deeper appreciation. And I have had realizations this week. Yeah. Like I, there's one that I noted that I'm going to share, but I don't want to get there yet because first I want to talk about what I did to try to get into this. This is super intriguing. And then I was like, but unless I watch a ton of movies, how am I gonna like really experience this? So I cheated a little bit and I found a cut. <laughs> they gave me lots of like a big like variety of examples to listen to. Well, like similar to Lasso when we, it was the art of the intro. Absolutely. And so that that like just go through and just had just you could do all of this homework off yeah. of one thing and it's yeah. Yep. So I know you were watching some really cool stuff yeah. yeah and it was it was like ranked lists of mm-hmm. like the best sound design in movies but i watched a few of them and the lists differ and that's great <laughs> yeah. like they gave me lots of perspective on why different things are are cool but right. um the one that stuck out in my mind so one of the lists i was looking at was specifically war movies mm-hmm. and they were talking about saving private ryan um which is uh, is almost like it's like a first person perspective like the whole thing i guess isn't first person is it no 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 no, no. but um they were saying like the the scope of what you can see in that movie is fairly narrow Mm -hmm. so they had to open up with what you can hear to encompass the entirety of the war Mm. and so you're hearing a lot of things that you don't have a visual on right and that that was just really impactful for that film so that got me thinking about 1917 which I think might be the best film I've ever seen. I it's I know that it was the year the year that Parasite came out. Parasite won Best yeah. Picture and stuff. Yeah. I, I this is me not knocking Parasite. Right, right, right. It's a great film. It's an incredible film. Um, I, I get why everyone was like in love with it. Yeah. But when I was done watching 1917. I was, and you you said the yeah. same thing. We saw it on Valentine's Day, didn't we? We did. We do that a lot. Yeah, we do that a lot, yeah. <laughs> our first date, our first date we ever went on, on period. We saw The Last, last King of Scotland. Scotland <laughs> Great date movie. Super intense. All right, we went to, first tangent, first true tangent. We we knew each other for a while. Uh, yeah, yeah we, we know each other for uh, almost, almost a year between our first time meet. Well, the first time we met. No. Okay, I asked you out in June. We met for the first time in December. And right, you asked so, me out that June. I asked you that June. Okay, so it was six months. But okay, you're right. Six months. <laughs> I feel like we met before, though. Did, didn't you like, come? Didn't, on occasion. I know, yeah, yeah. To, so six months of us, like, really getting... So, like, before we even had our first date, we became really... We were friends We already. were friends. Like, yeah. And we hung out in group. We were both dating other people when we first met, too, which is <laughs> yeah. really funny. Uh, but so when I first asked her out, we went to this really cool place. I mean, this is 14 years ago at this point. Yeah. yeah. And we went to this really cool, like, place called Mama Roomba's, which if anyone ever comes to town, like, it's a place that we, it's a tapas place. This is pl- where we'll go. It's a tapas place. You. So it's like all surf family style. It's really cool. Um, the guy uses, like, all his grandma and mom's recipes and it's stuff. It's Argentinian. From, yeah. It's, it's really It's good. amazing. But they use a, a lot of South American flavors, uh, too. Yeah. yeah. And, and you get a little Cuban in there uh-huh. sometimes. It's like, super it's cool. just wonderful. Yeah. It's super fun. So we went there. It was a lot of fun. And right across the street is we have this classic theater. It's a box theater. And they show like all these like, uh, they show all these like old movies usually. Like, yeah, yeah, old movies or like uh, foreign films. Yeah, they always or... try and get all the nominee, all, all the nominees for best foreign film. 
for yeah. the, each year. So you know, Last King of Scotland did one best. It won something. I think it, it won. It won something. I forget. It was 14 years ago. Yeah, and it's long time. So pretty. So I don't remember. You don't that. remember yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so we, we went, had this awesome meal, super light, super fun, and everything. And we go to watch this. And we're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> just cry. It was intense. <laughs> it was intense. Yeah. And uh, I put my arm around Elise. I was real forward to like <laughs> comfort her. <laughs> All part of my master plan for her to fall in love with me. Yeah. Good. Uh, but yeah, why were we talking about 1917? Yeah, 1917. so 1917 we saw on our on Valentine's Day. Day, and yeah, I w when I was finished with that, I could not think of a time since when I saw Inception that I was so taken by the grandeur of a movie and what it had accomplished. Do you remember we just sat there for a while? Yeah. We didn't get up right away. No. Like we sat there, we went through all of the credits. The credits we were exhausted. ended. We were, it was, and we just kind of were still there. Like I, I need to process this. Just incredible. It, it was, was incredible. It was incredible. Just yeah. a masterpiece. So anyway, I think it should have won Best Picture. I've seen. I saw all those that year. Yeah. And I would say if you haven't seen it, it's worth it. It's really. It's incredible. Great. It's great unbelievable. Film. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's an absolute achievement. It is. Uh, it is. It's just, yeah, it's an achievement but in film. But the sound, so now let's go back to the sound, bringing it back, Yeah, is amazing because there's not that much, um, like, talking and discussion. Like, the main characters do talk to each other, mm -hmm. but there's a lot outside of that. Right. That's just things that are happening. Right. And since it's all one continuous shot... Um, over the course of, of days, mm -hmm. um, it's yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. So is that one that they brought up? Was no, the... they didn't bring it. Up. They were talking about Saving Private Ryan, mm. and it made me think of 1917. Right. Yeah, because 1917 is glorious. It's glorious. Yeah. I know. What else was on? What else was on those things? Yeah. Like, yeah. So they started talking about Star Wars. Of course. Which I yeah, mm -hmm. of course. But they brought up something that I hadn't heard before, and that is that um, the sounds are all organic sounds. They're See, not synthesized sounds. I didn't know that at all. So like that lightsaber or like that pew, 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 pew sound from the, the blasters, mm -hmm. like that sound is done with a wire, like a, a pulled tight like wire cable, mm -hmm. and a, it looked like a coin, like a quarter, like oh. tapping on the wire. And so it was making that sound that I feel like I've I've heard it before, and maybe like you get it. You know when you get, you get it you get it on um, a trampoline sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. that like uh -huh. that wire kind of sound. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I haven't had a trampoline in a long time. I know, me neither. But that's what it reminded maybe me I of. Can now. Maybe yeah. you can. But um, yeah, so that was interesting. And then like Wookies are walruses it's a walrus sound like i didn't know that uh -huh. but they were saying that that's why it feels so grounded in reality oh yeah and it doesn't feel fake because it is all real sounds because you said organic sound as opposed to synthesized as sound. opposed to synthesized sound right yeah. where they're just putting it through obviously they're mixing it and everything but yeah no right, it's right. organically corrected collected, collected. Yeah, collective. yeah yeah and that was something that kennedy talked about is like sometimes yeah. going out in the nature catching mm -hmm. these things getting them get, getting them in nature and then also like 
having someone that's already collected them and then mixing them. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so curious is like with other people like does it feel better if you collected it yourself? You know what oh, I mean? Like, yeah. like I'm just so curious. Do you somehow own that sound uh-huh. more? Right. Yeah. I always think of the boom mic guy in that shot from since we're talking about Star Wars. Uh, you've seen it before, right? Where like they're filming they're filming uh they're fil- they're filming Return of the Jedi uh-huh. and there's a the guy holding the giant boom mic and he's just in like tight tiny pink shorts no shirt nothing <laughs> holding the boom mic no, and it's like I it's like oh my gosh that. that's right this thing was filmed in a fun time <laughs> like that's a good time right there yeah i'll show you a picture <laughs> well, like the studio is probably hot no. under all no, the no, they're, they're in the desert and he's just like oh okay yeah 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 i'm in tight pink shorts and i look incredible you gotta do what yeah, you gotta, gotta do. do what you gotta those do those guys arms have to be super buff Oh, I know, right? Just hold the mic hold steady the for mic steady. And significant not, amounts of time. Not drop it into yeah, the shot. Yeah, no, yeah, you yeah. gotta be mega buff for that. <laughs> it's uh, so funny. But then also in the like sci-fi kind of stuff that I saw mm-hmm. was talking about gravity, the movie Gravity, mm-hmm. and they pointed out something that I didn't notice, but it's that they associated touch with sound in that movie. Because sound, you wouldn't hear sound vibrations Mm -hmm. unless you were physically connected to the thing making the vibration in space. So when they touch, that's when the sound starts. When they touch, you get the full sound. And then if they lose touch, it just goes away. Oh, that's so powerful. Which, yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I noticed that. I gotta watch it. And now I gotta watch yeah. it again. Yeah, but I just that that people are thinking about that stuff is just wonderful. Uh, it's, and I love it. It's why they're it's why people like Kennedy exist. Absolutely. Is to get it right and you feel something. You and, sense something more than you than you thought before. Yes. Yeah. Like you don't even know that it's it's adjusting your perception of what's happening, but it is. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I I was thinking about like, it's funny because like so like I was processing movies too that I'd seen. Of course, I brought up the the Indiana Jones Punch, one of my favorite right. sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. of all. I love the Indiana Jones Punch. But then I was thinking about other things from that movie, like the whip sound, the you know when, oh, it, when it wraps, yeah. like that. You see the whip, you see it catch around something, uh-huh. and because it's not just like it's never really like a whip crack. That only happens like once a or twice. Yeah. Yeah, once yeah. or twice in the movies where he's actually like whipping at somebody or something. Then, but most of it, he's using it to grapple onto something, yeah. which is awesome. And <laughs> yeah. so, but that noise was one that I was thinking about. Uh, I was thinking about the. Um, this, you're gonna laugh at me. We the schling. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Food Network schling. So every Food Network show, because in America, when we do a cooking show, it's drama. There it is, is there is yes. no there is no show it's that's intense. It's intense and we're competing and they hate every they're not here to make friends and they're <laughs> only here to win. So but the, the difference between them and the, the British cooking shows, which is just like I made a nice thing. That's I great. made a nice thing and I helped my and I helped my new friend right, and now yeah. we're friends for life. <laughs> yes. Right. That I gosh, I so love in, chopped in in uh it chopped in Iron Chef in, in basically any any competition show on Food, Food Network, Network. They have this thing we me and Lisa both dubbed the Schling. And it's just this noise, it sounds like it sounds like glass, like you're rubbing your finger over glass. 
you know, and I then feel like also it sounds like, like someone drawing a sword. Yeah, yeah, it's like Schling. yeah, it's like it's like it's a it's a noise that we've just dubbed the shling because it's not like because it's not just drawing a sword. It's no. also a glass noise. It's very synthesized. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's a sound that like I think about more often than most <laughs> other sounds is the schling. The and schling. so we noticed the schling. And so we ended up like so it's funny because like it became part of just like our funny couple jo inside yeah, jokes yeah, yeah, of like yeah. anytime there's drama on TV, it's schling. <laughs> so right? Absolutely. So anyway, yeah. Yes. So you guys are gonna notice it on different shows because like i've seen it used on big brother before too well and isn't it used on that fortune fire show that you like yeah also mm -hmm. yeah because it's a I knife show like fortune fire you love i it. love it if you don't love, love it, it you I don't, don't watch, watch it <laughs> okay guys ratatouille is amazing i did not like ratatouille the first time i saw it the second time I saw it, I was like, I must have just been in a better headspace. And, and I've been on other shows. I talked about. Talked about Ego. And that, honestly, Ego is the main character of, of the movie, as far as I'm concerned. I know yeah. I know, Remy and and, uh, and Linguini are, like, the main characters. But, like, Ego is the one who goes through the most transformation. And so, anyway, the Ego character in Ratatouille is probably one of the greatest characters ever if not just like the greatest, the pure greatest in animation, mm -hmm. just in terms of like, if you don't have something that happens inside of you when he eats the ratatouille for the first time and it's transformed instantly into his mom's kitchen, like I don't, you're dead inside. Like, like, like <laughs> oh, legitimately, gosh. like if something doesn't affect you, but anyway, it's just incredible. I, I, I love, I love that. I love his character. So uh, speaking of Disney, yeah. I'm gonna segue this back onto our topic. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, Wally. I know. So, I was watching this thing about Wally. Okay. Sound at least, design at least for Wally. I got into, deep. I'm telling you, it's super deep interesting. Into this one, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was watching this thing about Wally, um, which the sound design is the same guy who did episodes one, uh, episode well, the four, first four, five, four, five, five and six. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of um, see, Star I didn't Wars. know that too. Yeah. Same sound design. At least taught me a ton this week, guys. Right. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, but they were saying the challenge with Wally is that. You're really, you, you haven't, you don't have the visuals that you're then basing the sound on. It's kind of all coming together at the same time, the sound and the visual at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it's all fake, you know? It's animated or it's created. Mm -hmm. it, nothing is, there, there's no baseline of this is the sound. Right, you're not seeing someone drive a car and like you know that like, that's what a car sounds like. Right, like, exactly. Like this is all space, like stuff we've Everything. never seen before, right? Yeah. yeah. And so um, they were talking about on top of that, because there's very little dialogue, particularly with the robots, you know, they're not really talking. It's like two thirds of the movie has no dialogue. Right. Yeah. It's tonal sound mm -hmm. that, that gives you all of the emotion and communication mm -hmm. in two thirds of the movie. Yeah. Tonal sound. That and like, of course it is, but I've never thought about it. Mm -hmm. I've never stopped to really think about like, this is someone doing a portion of the movie, of the storytelling of the movie, 
and the communication between characters mm -hmm. that maybe normally doesn't have as much to do with the communication between characters. Mm -hmm. Like they're there for tone and storytelling and making you feel things, but not for that character communication. And mm -hmm. this was a departure from that. And anyway, so like I can't even, I can't even explain how impressed I am by that. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Wally so is cool. top three Pixar movies as, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Wally's way up there. Mm -hmm. it's Remember so when we good. saw Wally for the first time? The drive-in. Drive-in in San, San Jose. Jose. You were pregnant. You were pregnant with our oldest child. Was it? Oh, I was. You, you were pregnant, yeah. Because remember, we went to, for my brother. That's right. So that he could, because he needed, he's, my brother's a chiropractor, but at the time he was in school still. And he needed a pregnant woman. He needed a pregnant woman to, 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 to practice, work, to practice on. on. Yeah, he needed his hours for that. Yeah, so we drove to San Jose. To San Jose to let him adjust me saw, for his class. We yep. saw Wally and Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. That's probably why I don't really remember that movie. Uh-huh. Because... I fell asleep because yeah. I was pregnant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was funny. Remember they were on hills? Remember we're you had hills, hills that you good. could you parked your car up, but you could like lay on the side of the hill. It was really cool. That's nice. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Drive-ins are awesome. Drive-ins are awesome. But then I came up with my own silly example okay. of something that I thought about uh -huh. uh, sound design-wise. And that is, and you hear it, the good example is in the movie The Devil Wears Prada. Oh. It, and they the boyfriend call is the out. villain. The boyfriend, boyfriend is the, the villain. villain. Yep. Um, they call it out in the movie. She talks about the stilettos on the marble floor and oh, calling the girls the yeah. clackers because that's the sound their stilettos make uh -huh. on the marble floor. But they actually set that up like the second she walks in the building. Oh. You hear it. You hear that clack, clack, clack. Mm -hmm. um, and it made me think about like that is the sound of women in powerful jobs in shows and movies. Interesting. So, like powerful corporate jobs. Mm -hmm. So suits is what I was thinking of. The show oh, suits. Yeah, suits, yeah. At like, least loves the show suits. I do love this show. Uh -huh. And any time that they're in there, you can hear that clack, clack, clack. Mm -hmm. um, like in courtroom scenes and in um, like in the lobby and in mm -hmm. restaurants and things, you hear that that clacking sound. From their stilettos. Gosh, I'm gonna pay attention to that now. Yeah. That's nuts, babe. And I just yeah, yeah, I never would have thought about it, and this show made me think about it the and clackers. come up with a whole other level of enjoyment for things I already like. That's so good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I give it two big ears up. Two ears right? up. Yeah. Two two perked up ears. Yeah, because I can move my ears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Both our daughters, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't know, just do I it. Just do it. You just do it. Well my grandpa uh, my grandpa told me how to do it. He says, can you move your ears? I was little. And he's like, do this. And so he wiggled his ears. And then I said, okay. And I just did it. So like explaining how to do it is impossible. Because either you can do it or you can't. Yeah. Yeah. No. So anyway, both yeah. our girls. Two perked up ears. Yeah. Hmm? Our girls are more evolved than I am. <laughs> I can have all my wisdom teeth. I have excessive body hair. And I can move my ears. I'm basically like a step below everybody else. <laughs> barely, you're like, you're barely like a evolved. little bit better than a caveman. Yeah, basically like right on that level. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so what... I have my thing, and it's funny. I thought you were going to segue into... I thought you were segueing into our things. That's how like I thought you were... That's how close and oh, tied to this week. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But once again, I just want to say thank you to Kennedy for coming on and sharing his passion. Like, highly passionate about his thing. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you feel that. Like mm -hmm. this was such a good example of... Um, what we talk about in that it's it's 
so much better to get into something with someone who's super into it. Because mm -hmm. Kennedy was obviously super into this. Mm -hmm. And it had never hit my radar before. Right. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of super into this too now, Kennedy. I know. So yeah. way to go. That's so cool. No, yeah. Hey. Share the enthusiasm. <laughs> my girlfriend for 14 years. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Wife for 13. Yep. That's me. What's your thing? My thing uh -huh. is the Netflix series Virgin River season three. <laughs> it's so funny because Virgin River came up on, on a list that I was reading and it's like why they kept this show but not this show and Virgin River was the one. Why did they keep this one? And I'm like, Elise would be offended at this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I am offended even hearing it now. Right, yeah, I know. No, yeah. It's great. Um, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> Sorry. Here's the thing about Virgin River. It's not like it is the greatest show out there. Like, we're also watching Ted Lasso right now. Ted Lasso might be the, one of the most perfect might be one shows. of the most perfect shows mm -hmm. ever created. I'm not saying Virgin River is Ted Lasso, no, no. but it's got good characters. It takes place someplace beautiful. There's just it's enough Oregon, drama. Right? It takes place in Oregon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's just enough drama that like it keeps me invested, but also it's predictable enough that mm -hmm. it doesn't stress me out. It's right. just a nice combo of things. Like, I think I was telling you the other day, I love it because the last three to five minutes of every right. episode, something big happens to be a cliffhanger for the next one. Right. So it's kind of like a preview. Like, what's the next episode going to be about? <gasps> Wait till the last three minutes of this episode and we'll give you a preview. <laughs> so so I, I just really enjoy it. And it's it's easy and it's it's enjoyable and yeah it's chill it's not overly anything it's just kind of like there and comforting it exists <laughs> that makes it sound so not fun but like it's it's really comforting this is one we I, we don't watch together no like we this is my shows. early morning show that mm -hmm. i watch by myself right and yeah i i have not watched a single episode with you no not but a single one i have multiple girlfriends that i text about this yeah. show yeah. That's so good. Yeah. I love that. <gasps> Did this just happen? I know it has Johnny Quest in it, which is awesome. It has Johnny Quest in it? the doctor guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Tim, that's Tim right. Matheson, who plays Hoynes in West, West Wing. Wing. Plays Vice yeah, and then he's also in, what's that other one that's the same show but not? Yeah, so what's really funny is that um, there's another show that's more of a comedy that is basically the same show. Right. And it's um, Heart of Dixie. Uh-huh. And so that one takes place in Alabama. All right. A doctor joins a small medical practice. Uh, Dr. Breland is the, which is... Tim Matheson. Tim Matheson mm -hmm. is the um, the older doctor who doesn't think he needs any help. Uh -huh. But then this person gets brought in to help. And so same, same relationship there mm -hmm. as in Virgin River. Um, small town, big city... Nurse in Virgin River, doctor in Heart of Dixie comes in. You get that like big city to small town thing, getting mm -hmm. used to it, you know, meeting all the locals, all their drama. Like it's kind of the same show, but this one is a drama and Heart of Dixie is a comedy. And it has the same same character playing the same the same actor playing same the same actor playing the same character. character. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we found out recently that Tim Atheson, which just look him up. He's Johnny Quest from the original Johnny Quest. He's the if anyone little knows boy him, voice of Johnny Quest. If anyone Quest. knows him and somehow we could talk to him, oh my gosh. that would be incredible and it would make us very happy. Yeah. So, Because uh, yeah. it's like, 
we just like his career has he's been around for so long and he's been in so many things that we really like uh-huh. even from Johnny Quest like it blows my mind anyway I uh, want to put out another so this is totally impromptu mm-hmm. you and I did not talk about this um I want to put out another in case anybody has a connection mm-hmm. thing so we've been talking about how I think we've mentioned on the show before, people always want to do a tattoo episode mm-hmm. with us for I Like to Like Things. Right. Because neither you or I have tattoos. Mm. And Once again, not against them. We just Not against them. We yeah. just don't have them. We just don't have them. Yeah. yeah. And so the reason we haven't done an I Like to Like Things episode on tattoos is because how do you experience except to go get a tattoo? Right. Which has made us think about tattoos that we would get. Right. So, the only thing that I can think of is a quote from Star Trek The Next Generation from Jean-Luc Picard. Right, yeah. Uh, there are four lives. We've had, a lot of, we've had a lot of conversations about this, yeah. So many conversations. But the quote, there, there are, are four, four lights. Right, yeah. And uh, I'm going to let people Google that if they don't know what <laughs> yeah. it is. And we're not going to explain yeah. it. Yeah, oh, four lights! But the only way it would be meaningful enough to get this tattoo... Yeah is if Patrick Stewart himself wrote out the line and sent it, and I could have his handwriting uh-huh. as the tattoo. So just throwing it out there. At least you get it right underneath the <laughs> No, chin. I would not. Right, underneath, right along the neckline. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, so. But yeah, anyway, just throwing it out there. Anybody really is invested in us doing a tattoo episode and me getting a tattoo, mm-hmm. that's how we do it. That's the way. That's the ticket in. Shoot. Throwing that it's, out it's there. It's going to happen now. We're going to get tattoos. Well, I mean, if somebody yeah. gives me Patrick Stewart's writing mm-hmm. on, yeah, then... There are four lights. There are four lights, yeah. That's anyway. Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm done with my random call out to <laughs> our community. Yeah. And Tim Matheson. And Tim Matheson. Uh, love of my life. That's me. Father of my children. That's me. Generally the best guy I know. That's also me. That is also <laughs> you. Yep, yep. What's your thing? Uh, beyond... The attraction on Ooh. Disney Plus it has been an absolute delight. It has been. I had fun. Two, I had two, and they're both kind of because like we've experienced them together. It was either going to be uh, Lavar Burton hosting Jeopardy, so great, and, and Beyond the Attraction. Yeah, and it's been funny because like we do our our one of our workouts and is in the evening right after dinner, and we eat dinner pretty quick after work. So yeah. Uh, but like we've been timing all of our workouts to be back at home in time we, for seven well, o'clock Jeopardy. Yeah, because we got rid of cable, and so like we can't DVR anything like we used to. So we have to watch it we live. Have, we have like an antenna, we're like like living so in the nineties. Neanderthal, right? Yeah, and so we have to be at there. And so it's been funny because we were teaching the girls like it's on, and so like we sprint in, and like we do our thing real quick during commercials. It's really it's funny. It's very funny. Uh, but uh, anyway, Lavar did an incredible job. He I did. really truly believe he's the person for the job. Like he really is. Yeah. I, I, I do believe it because like people our age are who are the people watching Jeopardy for the most part. And we grew up with him being reading Rainbow and, and... There's so much nostalgia in his voice. He's just so... He's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, and I gotta say, if if you are... Obviously, you're listening. You're a podcast person. If you like LeVar Burton, mm-hmm. check out LeVar Burton Reads. Oh, yeah. It's short stories. So good. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. It just feels like... It, it hits nostalgia, but it is adult. It's not... 
Right. These are adult These short are adult. stories. It's, it's, re- it's reading Rainbow for, for adults. adults. Yeah, it's, it's reading Rainbow for adults. Great. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, but Beyond the Attraction is a Disney Plus show. And I swear we've done Disney Plus shows almost every <laughs> There's been. Often. Yeah. Since, yeah. since November. They're two, knocking it out of the park. November of 2019, yeah. Uh, beyond the attraction, there's there there is a there is a downside to this show, and I will get to it in a second. Uh, but I have learned so much about something that I thought I knew a lot about already. Right. That's yeah. the thing is, I would have said like, oh, I know a good amount about about yeah. these rides. But basically, they take each episode is about a ride. Yeah. One of the classic rides at Disneyland, how it started, what happened, and then it then it goes extrapolates from there, and says so like, right. what does it look like in Disney Tokyo. What does it look like in right. in Disney Paris? You know, like what do these things translate to at different in, in the different countries that they're in? Right. Or like what does it look like from Disneyland to Disney World? Things like that. Yes. Um. So we anyway, the first episode is on Jungle Cruise, which is super fun. Uh, you 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 learn a ton about it, and mm-hmm. just like honestly, you learn a ton about the trees and like how they like got them from when they were building the five freeway which is like oh we know that you know like um <laughs> i drove that freeway. I drove, i've driven that freeway it's horrible <laughs> so like uh <laughs> like I, I hate that freeway oh my gosh and so uh but they uh they talk about and then like then they do one on the haunted mansion they do one on um what was the one we, star tours star was the tours, one we watched last amazing. night and it's it's incredibly just learn so much about something that you like already. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. Like for because I I know that there are people that haven't been to Disneyland or Disney World or one of one of those in their lifetimes. But like you can learn a ton about that too. But we're Californians, been to Disneyland a few times. It's a fairly yeah normal yeah it's a fairly normal occurrence. occurrence. And so and plus like billions of people have been to these things anyway. So yeah. anyway, but you just learn if you if you've never been you learn something cool. Mm-hmm. If you've been you learn something cool and new. Right. That you didn't know. So anyway, there's only five episodes, which is a. But I, I can tell um, that obviously I'm sure they can do. They can do one on any of them. They really can. We really want one on the transition from it from for uh, uh, for uh, Splash Mountain. That's the one we were yeah. talking about. Like, oh my gosh, we want to hear because they're transitioning it to being from Princess and the Frog, which we love, love. Princess and the Frog, and we yeah. think it's an incredible idea. We love that idea. Mm-hmm. So I want to hear about the transition, mm-hmm. and so. That's really exciting for me. I, I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah. You know what I love most about the show mm-hmm. is it highlights. It is it is the curtain call for all of the creators. Yes. Things. Yes. And it fits so perfect. That's why I thought you were segueing in because they were talking about the sound design. These like unsung heroes. Yes. And it's like you 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 learn about the different sounds that they're doing in the uh-huh. shows, like where they collected these sounds from, and like or these like guys that are are. Um, uh, what are they called? Uh, like hydraulic operators. It's like they, they, these things wouldn't happen without those right. people. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's it's all of the the people that are normally behind the scenes mm-hmm. being brought yes. out and put in the spotlight right. to say like these are the people we have to thank for this thing that you love. Right. And mm-hmm. and not just like listing them off. Mm-hmm. But like you get interviews with them, you hear their stories. Like some of the stories about from one of the guys who was creating Haunted Mansion, part of the Haunted Mansion creation, mm. were fun and funny and yeah. just like you get to know them as a person mm-hmm. and that just feels like the right thing. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. these are such beloved um, attractions. And yeah. so to really let 
the, the creators of those things have their their acknowledgement and and have their moment mm-hmm. just seems awesome oh, super important yeah and what's that is so many of them because these are old attractions so many of them have passed away right yeah. um but understanding their contribution to the overall like disney experience mm-hmm. or or you know one of them was um star tours said so the star wars experience mm-hmm. or uh, all of these different things that are such a huge part of our childhood mm-hmm. and growing up experience it's just great it's, it's wonderful yeah it just so the downside i talked about there the being downside? a downside the downside and it's always like just want to be there yeah. That that's the downside of it. And that that's, Coronavirus yeah. be damned. Yeah. Let's go to Disneyland. You're just like, well, I mean like our chances of dying aren't that bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> so like Maybe we should go. Yeah, we should go. Like, we'll just get sick. Anyway. I'm I, pretty sure I texted that to you during the thing. Like, maybe we should just go. <laughs> We've got plans. We've got future plans yeah, no, and we're excited. So anyway, uh but yeah, that's the whole thing is you're just like, I want to go there now. I want to experience this. And that's rough. That's yeah. very rough to... to well, to... And, and for us, like, it's so close that without those external world factors, we could we, just we go. We just drive, yeah. But um, I imagine for people who it's maybe a bit more difficult to get to a Disney park. <laughs> yeah. um, just make sure that's just that you're not there, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, so what, what was it? It was so Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, Star Tours, Tower of Terror, and then the final one is Space Mountain, right? I believe that's yeah, correct. Space yeah. So we haven't watched, we haven't done Tower of Terror or Space Mountain yet. So looking forward to it. I've been like rationing them. Yeah. Uh, but I want to see them do, I really want to see them do Splash Mountain. Yes. Big Thunder Mountain is one I really want to watch. I would them. love to see them do Big Thunder yeah, Mountain. Yeah, Big Thunder Mountain. And then they talk about just the design of like how it all fits within each park too. Mm-hmm. Like, cause like Disneyland is so much smaller. Yeah. Disney World is, is basically the size of like Connecticut. So like you can just like expand <laughs> right. as far as you want to and everything. Yeah. But so yeah. like, how does that fit within like uh, the confines of, a, of an existing area? Yeah. Like what do you do and everything? So it's just really cool. And our girls, one of the things our girls can watch anything and glean something from it, we're incredibly lucky. So like, the, yes. you, you, like they, they can watch. Like, oh, that's cool. So like in Star Tours, when they realize that Pee Wee Herman plays the voice of the original pilot robot, they're like, oh, Pee Wee Herman. So which they know because we have old VHS mm-hmm. tapes of Pee Wee Herman, which is hilarious. Yeah, unwatchable. Unwatchable. Uh, I you would not have met a bigger Pee Wee Herman fan as a kid, and I know why the girls like the girls instantly loved it, yeah. and like they thought it was great. Watching now as an adult, like oh my gosh, my mom was a saint <laughs> for letting you watch it. She liked it too, though. She she liked it too. Like when when Pee Wee Herman was Childhood. when Pee Wee Herman got like canceled and thrown yeah, out the yeah. air, and like she found out why, and everything. She's like, eh, it's not that bad. Let's watch some more Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> she was like, you guys like it so much. You guys. She like, was just a fan. She's just like, ah, this is good. I don't I don't really care. Let's just watch Pee Wee Herman. But it was funny because you're like, wait a second, that's Pee. We know Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. My mom has a talking Pee Wee Herman doll. Uh, that you she pull, does? Yeah, she, you pull the cord and everything. Uh-huh. I don't think I've ever seen this. Yeah, she got it at some flea market. And anyway. Recently? Uh, yeah, she has one. She got it at the same time she got her Urkel Oh, okay. Doll. Yeah. I have seen Urkel. Yeah, Urkel. I don't Which remember. Say, Urkel falls into the same thing as Pee Wee yes, Herman. Yes, I'm not have met. You would not have met a bigger fan of Urkel than me as a little kid, too. Like, just like, yes, this guy can do no wrong. Watching it, like, oh my gosh, I sympathize with Carl. I also would. <laughs> Carl is so right. Why would Carl was not me? Carl's like, what are you doing in my house? Why are you here? 
You are is unwanted advances. Go away. Oh my like gosh. anyway, yeah. That's funny. So uh, watch Beyond the Attraction. Also, I, I don't know. I don't know if they do reruns of. But anyway, Lavar Burton, hands down. I get it. They're probably gonna go with Ken Jennings. I get it on Jeopardy. Um, I get it because like he's yeah, like know. royalty and. But like anyway, Levar, But you said the second highest ratings was. I think it's Mayim Bialik. Mayim Bialik, mm, which, whom I love. Mm, yeah, Blossom, yeah. Yeah, Blossom, uh -huh. Blossom and... Uh... Big Bang. Big Bang, mm -hmm. there we go, Big Bang. Bang. I'm sure she's on other things, but... Yeah, she has a show. Oh, she, that, a... she has her own show cat. right now. Cat. Call me Cat. Call me Cat, yep. Right. She owns a, she's the owner of a cat cafe. Ugh. You know what? I have friends who it's... go to the cat cafe in uh -huh. their area. I'm very allergic, so I yeah. can't go. But they love it. They're like, it's wonderful. Cause but there's food. Anyway. I... If there were like a puppy cafe, I'd be totally down. No, I would be at that puppy puppy cafe. I get, here's the thing. Give I absolutely... a tiny little golden retriever puppy to put in my lap while I do work and sip coffee? Yes, I'm in. It's like, food. Food is there. That's where I put my food. I know. I feel like there's ways around this. I understand the appeal. I really do. I understand the appeal. Uh, but that is going to do it for us today. Uh, once again, Kennedy, thank you so much for coming on the show, giving us another episode. Uh, next week's episode is titled... Ooh. It's going to be called, Well Golly. Well Golly? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well Golly. That's well the name of the Well Golly. Okay. Yeah. Probably more like, Golly. <laughs> well Golly. Mm -hmm. But probably, but it'll be written as well, golly. Okay. Well, comma, golly. All right. G O L L Y. I'm guessing all of those things are important as part of the clue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Great. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm committed to doing the the episode. No, I titles think it's great. I love what yeah, you're yeah. doing. I think it's good. Uh, but you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at like two. That's the number two. Like two like things. You can call the lifeline at 661-279-0130. Uh, you can email us at I like the like things podcast at gmail.com. And you can also support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash I like to like things. And that's all spelled correctly. Mm. Uh, and of course, all those links will be in the show notes. Show notes. Um, but uh, you can, um, if you know anybody that wants to be uh, a guest on the show, or if you know anybody that's already been a guest on the show, and you think they would be good again to talk to Elise, Elise has started recording her episodes. I was going to say, I have officially begun recording mm -hmm. my episodes where I get to interview and do mm -hmm. the first uh that initial interview with our friend who's telling us about things that they like. So, so cool. I'm super excited. We flip the script. Just like that. Just like that. And I'll snap. There you go. <laughs> Did some Foley work. <laughs> yes. Oh, you know what? Close it out before we do. The first time that I ever learned about Foley work was actually at Disney World when I went with my mom. Oh. They have an entire area at Hollywood Studios on how they do Foley. And everything, and you can do some of the noises. Like oh, they, have, they have like a theremin and stuff in there too. Theremins are fun. I know, theremins are super cool. Like theremin. all the different things of like they have a slapstick. Oh. You know, so like which is where it com that term comes from, like yeah. this, that sound and everything. It's a really cool area, but like that was my first time I remember knowing about Foley work. Huh. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. What a great, great quick wrap up there. Whoosh. All the way back around. <laughs> 
Uh, but uh, thanks for joining us. But uh, come back next week. We have a new person come in and tell us about a, th- a new thing. And the beautiful, wonderful, positive, educational cycle continues. That's bye for me, Chris. And for me, Elise. Bye. Bye.